0: Hey everybody, welcome to Dick Talk, the podcast where we rate smut recommended by TikTok. I'm Karina. I'm Killian. I'm Emily.
1: And today we read Morbidly Yours, a steamy romantic comedy about love and luck by Ivy
0: Fairbanks. Lark Thompson has had a hard time of it. Her husband suddenly and unexpectedly passed away, and so she moves to Galway, Ireland to get away from it all. Taking a job. At a small animation studio, she finds herself unexpectedly living next door to a funeral home. After a package mistakenly gets delivered to her place, she meets Callum Flannelly, an introverted, handsome undertaker who, unbeknownst to her, has to get married before his 35th birthday or lose his company and his entire life. (laughs) (laughs)
2: Makes him sound like he's
0: going to be murdered. He will be the next resident of the funeral home. (laughs) (laughs) Lark is incredibly outgoing, while Callum is a tiny black cat. Not literally, figuratively. Can the two learn to live next door to each other and fall in love? Find out in Morbidly York. He's going to be fucking killed if he doesn't get married. (laughs) Awesome. Ireland plays by different Mm rules. Apparently. mm -hmm. All right, favorite trope, everyone. It was the slow burn for me. I do love a
1: good slow burn. I thought this was a really nice grumpy sunshine. It was. Like He wasn't an asshole, but he was definitely still grumpy, and I thought that was the perfect
2: amount. It's a nice change of pace. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's nice to see a grumpy sunshine where the grump is not... A ravenous, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's so rare in the books we read. Oof, yeah, oh. I loved this little take she inserted that is another way to say grumpy sunshine the formal Garamond to my irreverent, maligned Comic Sans. <laughs> <laughs> How much do you have to hate yourself to refer to yourself as Comic Sans? <laughs> Look, Lark is going through it,
1: yeah, man. Oh. I mean, she also has a bumper sticker that says normalize hitting the curb. So like <laughs> I'm in. I love her.
0: <laughs> I don't generally like this trope, but I liked the third act breakup.
2: Mm. I just I usually hate it too. Mm-hmm. But this, I just thought it was
0: really well executed, yeah.
2: well reasoned out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it wasn't just some dumb miscommunication. Yeah. Yeah, I'm usually not that big into friends to lovers either, but this was just a
1: sweet little nibble of a book. Yeah, I really liked their friendship before their relationship. Mm-hmm. I thought it provided a strong foundation for a healthy relationship. Uh,
0: also some good fucking dialogue, which we don't always get. Yeah. Yes. There was actually funny banter. Yeah, and they were so much fun to be around. Yes. I would hang out with either or both of them. Might one say
2: the banter was to die for. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Kill me.
2: <laughs> Before we really dive in, you should know that we do not shy away from spoilers. So, if you would like to read this book, um, heads up that we're going to give lots of spoilers. If you have read it already, we would love to hear from you. Email us at dicktockthepodcast at gmail.com, or you can always find us on Instagram or TikTok at pod D I K T O K P O D. So
1: I was in immediately like first sentence of the first chapter where we find out that she is like unpacking her house and, and listening to Dolly Parton singing along yeah. to uh, to Dolly Parton My with note was box literally cutter. I'm in. Me too. I said okay, I'm in. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> We're easy to please apparently. Yeah. Like holy shit, finally like a
2: romance novel author <laughs> with
0: good music taste. <laughs> And also, like, relatable. (sighs) Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Also really rare in the books we read, right? (laughs) No, I enjoyed that, like, Lark is from Texas, but they didn't hit you over the head with
0: her being from Texas, which was nice. I do have a question. Do they actually say bless your heart in Texas? Oh, because my family from texas is not on the white side so i wouldn't know mm. that we say it here right texas is a different flavor of southern i don't mm. know if they say it there we
2: text my mom that's true yeah Ooh, good
0: idea
1: i feel like that could carry over to texas it could but has it i don't know i feel like, like louisiana's a- right in the middle
0: mm. being like mm.
1: this is a cultural shift <laughs> Speaking of cultural and language shifts, I loved how adamant he was about having his business sign in (laughs) Irish. Irish, not Gaelic. Not Gaelic. Irish. Irish. And no interest in adding English, an update wasn't happening. and I was like, my boy.
2: Figure it out. Probably not that many tourists die. True. Yeah. So you don't need it. And it did make for a lovely little miscommunication meet cute at the
0: beginning. That was adorable. So, about some pronunciation. Oh, dear. Enlighten us. I don't know. My main argument was with Callum, because he says the Irish spelling is C-O-L-M, and the person I know, who is Irish, who has that name, says it more like Colm. Oh, yeah. Like Colm. Right? (laughs) (laughs) But she calls him Cal. So I'm like, it's got to be Callum if it's shortened to Cal. Right. I mean, this was not written by
2: an Irish person. I, I assume. <laughs> I have no idea. Um,
1: no, because we can read her name pretty straight up. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> true. So. I mean, your name's Irish, sort of so name is and we can pronounce it. That's true. You'd be surprised, though.
0: Kleon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, there <yeah>, we go. <laughs> also, the florist's name, Shersha. Shersha. Okay. I meant like, to look Shersha it up, Ronan. I was like, I've seen it before. Mm. <laughs> mm-hmm.
2: I should know how to pronounce I it. I liked her a lot. I appreciate that they didn't make her into some sort of jealousy villain so much. Yes. She was just cool, so like, much. oh okay, we were gonna date and now we're not. Um I'll help cool. you, propose. I'll help yeah. you. Yeah, Yes.
1: Yeah, there was minimal actual like conflict in this book. Yeah.
2: No convoluted conflict.
1: Right. There was some internal conflict, obviously, but mm-hmm. nothing that was like this person from my past has shown up
0: and mm-hmm. now I'm being blackmailed or whatever. I do wish that the guy at work had been Ugh. dealt with, Sean. Yeah, prior to yeah. the fr- cuz like if you work in a office with half ladies and you're saying absurd sexual things, mm-hmm. somebody's got to say something at yeah. some point. Yeah. Like
2: I mean, they had the element of him being like the company owner's nephew or favorite yeah, or right. something and
0: HR's pet and everything, yeah. but like sexual harassment. I mean, maybe it's different in Ireland. But I wouldn't think so, because they're, like, way more Catholic than we are. Yeah. (laughs) No sexual harassment until you're married. (laughs) Exactly.
2: That did seem a little bit contrived, and yet I know from reading the Ask the Manager blog that, like, there are situations like that out here. There are Sean's out there being shitty and getting away with it. Sean. All right. I've got a sentence for you, and you'll have to tell me what the context of it is. (laughs) (laughs) A leaky anus was... (laughs)
0: Uh, I know exactly. Uh-huh. It's when he's... Should leaky I leaky
2: anus was preferable to this conversation,
0: <laughs> is the sense. He's talking to Deirdre, and she's trying to convince him to go out on dates, but he has to go back to the guy who was working on, who he was putting a buck plug in to keep his anus <laughs> yes. from leaking. Yes. The dead guy. The dead let's, guy. Let's <laughs> <Yeah>. clarify. <laughs> <laughs> the guy who was working on, you know. Yeah. Love the roller skating scene. Oh, it was
1: cute. That is definitely one of those times where my notes are like, ah! <laughs>
0: <laughs> Come on, Cal. Remember the Alamo. Who? <laughs> <laughs> also, I love when she very poorly breaks into his house when she's worried about him and his concussion, <laughs> yeah. she's pissed him off. <laughs> and then he hits her over the head with like a bat or something.
2: Yeah, something like that. I can't remember. Trading can Because he thought she was breaking in, and she was. She was. He said, like,
1: I thought you were some kid breaking in as a prank. And it's like, dude, you're going to fucking hit a kid? Yeah. Yeah. Christ. No, I didn't hit him that
2: hard. You hit him with a baseball bat, in theory. Pretty hard not to hit hard with one of those. Ireland, bitch. Yeah. Yeah. They They had had baseball bats in Ireland? Oh,
1: yeah. Yeah. Okay. Or at least... I feel like the Irish Americans do Yay, in their
2: street gangs <laughs> in the 30s, <laughs> <laughs> which is definitely when and where this takes place. <laughs> yeah,
1: speaking of the roller skating, one night where they're just hanging out at her place, one night, Lark made me sit through the roller disco opera awful enough to inspire the creation of the Razzies, Xanadu. Yeah. <laughs> Hell <laughs> yes. Yeah. Also, Xanadu is not that bad.
0: I was actually gonna say she seems to have great taste in cartoons and terrible (laughs) taste in live action movies. (laughs) Listen,
1: (laughs) like I get why people didn't like Xanadu at the time. It was like at the very tail end of disco, just came out a little too late. Mm. It's pretty dang cheesy, but I don't think it's bad enough to inspire the creation of the fucking
0: Razzies. (laughs) I would have loved to see it live. Because yeah. when I hear about it, I'm like, "Yes, yeah, that dude. sounds like it." Because they had like glowing wheels and stuff that lit up, uh, and I was like, "Oh, that sounds that would awesome. be really cool to see." Uh,
2: can we revive it?
1: I know I want to <laughs> do it. I want to do a musical on roller skates. I don't care if it's this one or Starlight Express, but Starlight Express sucks. <laughs> anyway, that's my hot take. But it is on roller skates. Yeah, it is on roller skates. I mean, you could just do any musical on roller skates, really, if you try hard enough. Who's gonna stop you? Who's gonna fucking stop mm-hmm. me? Not even God himself could stop me. You could actually do any Shakespeare on roller skates too.
2: That's true. You really could. You can do whatever you want to Shakespeare, honestly. Yeah. yeah. Romeo and Juliet at the skating rink. Oh. Oh. <gasps> They're rival skate gangs. Yeah, <laughs> I mean,
0: like, I actually love that idea. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> All right. <laughs> this was a straight up rom-com. This was not smut. Just a nice little tidy romance. But they did fuck. They, I mean, yes, Yes. but that usually does happen in romances. True. It wasn't fade to black. It was not. Oh my god. (laughs) Thank god.
1: Who knew the reaper had such a pretty scythe? Is that Mm -hmm. what you're calling
2: it? Oh, Oh. yes.
0: No, I think that's the next line. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, No, the next line is, what did you just call my penis? (laughs) (laughs) Loved the old neighbor.
2: Yeah. Sad that she passed uh, away. I know. Loved her
0: so much. I mean, we had to give Colm
2: some business.
1: <laughs> what was her name? Fuck. Uh Mave. Maeve. Uh she really made me think of Rhea perlman's character in the Barbie movie. No. Uh, That's kind of who I was yeah. picturing. Ruth Handler. Yeah.
0: Lesbian Ruth
2: Handler. Mm-hmm. Lesbian tax evader.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Ruth Handler. <laughs>
2: It was cool to see some demisexual representation. That is not something we often see. True. Like, he
1: didn't want to just bang everyone. Oh, right. mm -hmm. I was like, who was demisexual?
0: (laughs) (laughs) He sure as fuck wanted to bang her, though.
2: He did. He did.
0: But they had a connection. My heart inflated if only my penis could deflate. (laughs) (laughs) Whoa, boy.
1: (laughs) He was using a dating app called DemiDate. (laughs) yeah and it's like a dating app where people want a connection with someone before they want to fuck like
2: yeah i don't know man as long as people are making honest about it i mean yeah theoretically it's a good idea in practice it's probably a nightmare right
1: i guess it would just be like tinder but without the without the hookup
0: culture Mm. yeah it's pretty much like every other dating app i guess then right
1: or like getting to know someone IRL in a normal way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> God, can we talk about some of those dates that he went oh on? Oh my God. Oh dear, dear, dear. The
0: cuckold one. Okay. <laughs> oh gosh. When she like puts a breadstick in her throat and starts coughing. Like, deep throats it Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I have to leave. <laughs> uh,
2: the things the Olive Garden has seen. <laughs> I was like, consent
0: much? Right? Like, how are you going on a date without being like, hey Maybe because Ireland's so small. I don't know. There was another date that was just fucking terrible. Uh, the one where she brought the baby? Yeah. That
1: was a bad
2: one. And wasn't she trying to so get you the wanted baby to, be a to dad? say daddy? Or yeah. yeah. Oh. On a first date. God. An eight-month-old is not going to say daddy. To anyone. It's just not going to happen. Mm-mm. Oh, my God. The fucking...
1: <laughs> <laughs> the baby's name is Carrion. <laughs> like a Like, <laughs> like roadkill.
2: Poor unfortunate soul.
1: Oh, yeah, that's a tragedy with an E I G H.
2: (laughs) (laughs) This did really make me want to go to Ireland. Me too. So I think we should take a little podcast field trip. That'd be great. (laughs) Yep. We'll save up all our Patreon dollars. Yeah. (laughs) On
0: a little vacay. I'm starting to get the feeling you guys want us to start a Patreon. Oh,
2: no. I didn't know we didn't have one. No, we don't. (laughs) (laughs) Well,.
1: I don't even
0: know what we would do.
2: Right? We'd have to do extra things. We would.
1: <laughs> we barely even do the podcast.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's not true. No,
1: it's not. I did love him teaching her Irish phrases and dirty yeah. talk. I'm not going to try to pronounce
2: any of it, but I thought it was real hot mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and cute that he was calling her my love before she knew what that yeah. meant. Yeah.
1: My pulse.
2: Yeah. It means my pulse. I never quite understood it before,
1: what it meant to have another person to be the driving force behind the pump of your blood, but it's true. Lark, your smile saved me like an emergency transfusion. Your laugh is the song my every blood cell dances to. Your touch revived me from the darkness. You are my pulse. You make me feel alive even when I'm surrounded by death. Ugh!
0: (laughs) I'm a sucker. I thought it was really cute in this book, is what I'll say. Uh, It's not always. Yeah, which, which is funny, because in terms of tropes, I love a language barrier. Yeah, mm-hmm. I I love learning languages, so. I do love oh, yeah. that trope.
1: Two
2: fucking French majors here. Eh, eh, Ew. Eh, oh. <laughs> Some of that banter was just so good. Like, her making fun of him. Like, if, if you were on a porn set, it would be called Mourn Mornhub!
1: <laughs> <laughs> I loved it. Oh, good. More banter. She says, you're a little bit of a sadist. And he says, I'm not the one who started the Fifty Shades of Grey shite. She said, with you, would it be Fifty Shades of Grave? (laughs) Yeah, she was
0: into puns. Uh Uh, Which is why I loved her. (laughs) Yes, that appealed to two-thirds of this podcast. Uh, Fortunately, she was also clever and funny as well. Right. They were good puns. No, that's not what I meant. But yeah.
1: (laughs) Banter and corny jokes helped to remind me that this was casual, not profound.
0: Nothing more alluring than the opportunity to bail out an incompetent man. <laughs> what was that in reference to? That's when he's tricking Lark into driving him mm. to the proposal site. And he's like, but you don't know how to ride. Exactly, I'd stall out the first traffic light without you. Okay, she allowed herself a thin smile only because of that ego stroke. Uh you know what fucking <laughs> killed me? Hmm. after he proposed and she drove off abandoning him yeah. <laughs> uh, and then she got home and her whole house was filled with sunflowers. Yeah. Uh... <sighs> yep.
2: Yep. The secondhand cringe of it was no. very strong.
0: No. <sighs> so I thought him marrying his receptionist like that came out of nowhere. Like I was really convinced that wasn't happening and then they were <laughs> at the courthouse and I was like, wait a wait. minute. I thought you said no to this the whole fucking time. It's his only option at it this is. point. It's it. <laughs> I thought he was willing to just lose the
1: business rather than do that, but apparently I mean, not. not marry when... his 60-year-old receptionist. Yeah.
0: And she was down. Yeah. I mean, I mean who would be? She was down to help him. Yeah, and also like, their lives functionally wouldn't change. Right?
2: Until she came after him for owning half the business. <laughs>
0: <laughs> He's a pushover. This was the real long con. Deirdre wants her cut. I wish. I appreciated that they really convinced us that she didn't get the promotion. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, damn, okay, yeah, she yeah. didn't win them all. I but mean, she
2: didn't get it at first. Yeah. It wasn't until she stood up for herself that
0: the situation evolved. But I did think about her doing the voices for the mice. I yeah. Know. And I was like, how shitty does that sound? Yeah. With her being like, and I'm a boy, Mass, with a voice <laughs> modulator.
2: Yeah. You know, some of the audiobooks I listen to, people can be really talented. So, of course, this does expressly say she doesn't think she's very talented. Yeah. So.
0: Oh, well, and also you can't be talented in all realms. Like, she's clearly a very talented project manager and animator. True. Maybe her voice acting skills aren't.
2: <laughs> Maybe not. And friend maker.
0: She's yes. a very talented mm-hmm. friend maker.
2: She's very bad at setting up someone she's in love with with other women.
1: (laughs) Ugh. There's one part where she says, "He was so thoughtful. Further proof I didn't deserve him." Girl, God, please love yourself.
0: Also, like you're a manic pixie dream girl, so like he's been dreaming of you since. Right. Oh, that was (laughs) the sunflowers. Actually,
1: yeah, in Mm. her apartment. Yeah.
0: I mean, as soon as she makes him lay down and look over the cliff, you're like, he's a goner. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Fucking done. (laughs) He faced
2: a fear for her.
0: It's over. Soulmates. (laughs) He's locked in. This is one of those books that we all like so much we don't have a whole lot to say.
2: Right. (laughs) Yeah. I didn't take many notes because I was just nibbling it up. Yeah. Oh, man. Speaking of great
1: baby names, in the epilogue, we find out that they named their son Bran.
0: (laughs) (laughs) At least it wasn't Plague Rat. (laughs) Or carry on. Yeah. I rated this, finally, some good fucking chemistry. Yeah. Yeah. For real. I rated this, uh,
2: thank God Callum is a mortician because I'm dead. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm keeping it classy by rating it, putting the cream in crematorium. Oh. Very nice.
1: I got your cream right here.
2: <laughs>
0: yeah,
1: yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. DikTalk stars Karina McGeehan, Killian Ross, and Emily Shirley. It's edited by Karina McGeehan, produced and bartended by Derek Adams, and recorded at Shadow Public Radio.